Jail on Air takes you beyond legal. This podcast is for general guidelines only, and the contents do not constitute as legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. My name is Naomi, and I will be the host for today's podcast. From the title of this episode, we have a very interesting topic to discuss, especially for those who are involved in the shipping industries. That is regarding the maritime liens in Indonesia. As usual, we welcome our very special guests from Budijaya International Lawyers. Joining us today is our Tier 1 shipping team, as awarded by the Legal 500 Asia Pacific. Welcome, Mbak Stefani and Zefania. Yeah, hello. Hello, Naomi. Hi, how are you? Hello. Good to have you to here today. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Moving onwards to our topic, we will be discussing about maritime liens in Indonesia. For introduction, you may want to check our previous episode on episode 2 and 4 regarding introduction to shipping law to provide a little background about shipping law in Indonesia along with our previous discussion about ship accidents in Indonesia. Please do not forget to check on those before or after listening to this episode. So, let's just begin, Nimba. Sure. I'll be asking very basic questions uh, that I know, of course, but Ste can really answer. First and foremost, what is maritime liens in Indonesia? Okay, thank you, Naomi, for such a wonderful opening. <laughs> so, we will uh, start to discuss about this topic. Yes. Um, before we get into details, uh, it's better for us probably to provide with a general background regarding maritime liens. In right. this session, we will only discuss the general profession that is applicable in Indonesia. So, um, the legal basis of maritime lien in Indonesia is stipulated under the shipping law, uh, our law number 17 of 2008 on shipping known as piutang pelayaran yang didahulukan. So, it gives the definition as a claim which must be firstly settled from the result of enforcement or execution of the vessel, which preceded the settlement of claim from the holder of the hypothek of the vessel. So, as you may be aware, the hypothek of the vessel may be known also as the vessel's mortgage. Before moving further, uh, the listener may want to note that the shipping law also provides regulation wherein only the vessel with weight more than 20 cubic meter can be given or can be placed with a hypothetic. As I'm now with Zefania, maybe Zefania can add more about it. Okay, my Stephanie, thank you for the opportunity. I would like also to say thank you to Naomi for the opportunity uh, today. So I'll probably add a little bit okay. uh, about the hypothetic of the vessel. Actually, in Chapter 6 of the Shipping Law regarding hypothek and paradise maritime claims, vessel that is registered in the list of Indonesian vessels may be used as a guarantee on that by placing that hypothek on the vessel or placing a vessel mortgage um, in the vessel. This may be done by drawing up a mortgage ditch by the registration official and ship transfer, or we may know also as pejabat pendaftar dan pejabat balik nama kapal. Uh, where in this um, government, the vessel will be registered and recorded in the vessel registration master list. 
So uh, as you may uh, know, the hypothek of the vessel is evidenced by deed of gross mortgage of vessel or gross acta hypothecatum. So uh, continuing what uh, Stephanie has just said, this is very interesting. Why? Because under the Indonesian Civil Code, a mortgage is considered as a prioritized right among other creditors. Even according to article uh, in the Indonesian Civil Code, mortgage supposedly more superior uh, compared to other privilege right. However, in Indonesia, uh, the in shipping or maritime case, maritime lien precedes the claim from the holder of vessel's mortgage. Oh, that's very interesting, yeah. I mean, uh, all this time, there are a lot of, you know, scope of shipping law that we actually don't understand, you know. So, thank you for your explanation. Uh, you know, I'm actually aware that generally speaking in Indonesia, a holder of mortgage should be prioritized. However, we understand now that even as the holder of a mortgage, or in this case, the vessel's mortgage, there are still other rights that are more superior or could precede this right, namely the maritime lien, as we have just discussed before, or also known in Indonesia, just as Zef said just now, the prioritized shipping claims. If I may confirm, is this provision only enacted in the shipping law, particularly the Article 5065, I'm sorry, which was enforced in 2008? Okay, uh, if I may add first here, Mr. Stefani, uh, thank you for your additional question. Uh, it is also worth to note, though, that uh, prior to the Indonesian shipping law, which was enacted in 2008, the concept of maritime lien itself has been widely known globally in the shipping industry. So maritime lands, liens uh, were enacted uh, in accordance with the 1993 International Convention on Maritime Liens and Mortgage, or we may just say it as convention later on. And this has been ratified by Indonesia by, Indonesia, by 52 of Presidential Regulation number 44 2005. Uh, and it is also defined in, the, in its Article 4 of the convention. So as you may have known, this Presidential Regulation uh, older than the shipping law itself but uh, also this provision regarding maritime liens uh, that is enacted in the convention you may also find it in the article 65 of the shipping law so basically uh, the article 65 of the shipping law uh, mirrors article 4 of the convention and it provides scope of claims that will give rise to the maritime lines to elaborate more the order as mentioned by Zefania, um, shall be subject to certain conditions. Further, under the shipping law, although the maritime lien has been in order, as mentioned by Zefania earlier, although the claim should be in order, in certain conditions, one claim should be more prioritized. For instance, the claim for salvage expense or cost or cost arising from the sunken vessel or lifting of a sunken vessel or the repairment of the vessel. I think more details Zevanya will uh, talk about this exception. Okay, uh, okay thank you Mr. Stephanie. Uh, so actually to add, other than those two uh, prioritized claims which may be prioritized over the prioritized uh, shipping claims, there is another claim that we should not forget, uh, that is the claim for ship 
salvage costs which has been demanded before the other claims. So in this case, if the same uh, salvage cost has been demanded, then it should also become uh, more prioritized than the other uh, prioritized shipping claims which we have mentioned before. So to continue what uh, Stephanie had said about the two prioritized claims, it is correct that in accordance with the shipping law, uh, the costs which arise due to the lifting of a second vessel uh, or which the vessel ran aground. Okay, uh, back again to the uh, prioritized shipping claims that mentioned by Stephanie. Two of them was cost arising due to the lifting of a second vessel or vessel which ran aground and also cost for the repairment of the vessel. These two are correct according to the shipping law. Why? Because the first one, the uh, the cost rising due to the lifting of a second vessel, if this is performed by the government, uh, which it aims to ensure the safety of the the safety of the protect of the shipping or protection of the maritime environment, then this should be prioritized. And aside from that, as for the repayment, in the event that the uh, vessel is being uh, is located in the shipyard or dock that is located in the Indonesian territory then the shipyard or the dock has also have a retention right so in this event the shipyard or the dock have a prioritized uh, claim uh, compared to the uh, previously uh, prioritized shipping claims that we have mentioned and i think that explained a lot but i do have another question in regards of maritime liens uh, is there any exception wherein this maritime lien are no longer being prioritized Thank you, Naomi. So for the exclusion, as mentioned previously, um, the prioritize of the maritime um, claim, maritime lien claim in this regard uh, has been explained by Zefania. But for specifically, the shipping law also regulates that the shipping, the prioritized shipping claim shall not be borne on the vessel if such actions arising due to the several conditions. For instance, in the conditions where the damage is caused by the transportation of oil or radioactive substances. Thank you so much, Ma, for your explanation. And I have actually noted it. I would like to further ask if that's okay. Sure. In the event that a party which hold maritime liens would want to enforce this maritime lien against a vessel, what would be the first thing to do? Okay, uh, thank you, Nami, for the question. Okay. I would I would try to answer this yes, one. Yes, sure, sure. So, uh, to begin with, unfortunately, uh, at this juncture, there is no clear and comprehensive regulation in Indonesia that provides a like, procedure or time frame for enforcing a maritime lien against a vessel in Indonesia. So, uh, aside from that also, uh, it's, there's also a concern that Indonesian judge in general may not familiar with the concept of maritime liens against a vessel. So mm -hmm. uh, it is quite hard uh, to answer. But uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, a certain party would like to uh, enforce a maritime lien in Indonesia. Uh, yeah, they probably can just like. Yeah, although the regulation is still unclear at this uh, at, at this day, but okay. however, for the time being, the procedures to enforce the maritime lien shall be referred to the Indonesian Civil Procedural Code. So, for instance, it will include the general procedures such as court notice of reprimand and uh, execution of the attachment order 
also in the end will be completed with the option order. I think we need to discuss it in a different session about this enforcement. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. We would love to have Matt stay again here at Budijaya sure. on air. Okay, so I think that is all the time that we have today. Thank you for your kind and clear explanation regarding today's topic, Yang Belste and Zef. Thank you for the opportunity. It's, it's very informative. And uh, we have now reached our end of discussion for today's episode. And we would also like to thank our listeners for joining us today and to pay attention to our discussion so far. Don't forget to listen to our previous episodes and kindly note that should you have any further questions in relation to the subject, particularly in relevance to the international trade, shipping, and aviation team. You may reach us at cr.budijaya.law. And that's all for now. And see you in our next episodes. Bye. Thank you, Ma. Thank, Thank you, you. Zach. This has been Budijaya On Air. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the follow button and make sure you subscribe to our website www.budijaya.law for more content like this.